Alright everyone, welcome to the AMX Australian Supercross review show brought to you by Recoverate. This is a little bit of an abbreviated version. Um, reason for that being I'm peacing out on holiday tomorrow so we won't have time to do an actual review show. But um, I'm in the back of the rental car right now with uh, Kevin Williams, race director from WEM for the Supercross series. And uh, Kev, I just kind of cornered you in the back of the car but thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, that's not right, Joe. Just the, ta the tax has taken you to the airport, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a catch, right? Um, so, Kev, let's just talk about the racing real quick. Keep this one short, but man, what uh, what a crazy night of action! It really was, you know, um, traditional format, heat races, um, and, and a, an amazing track. You know, I think we were sort of thinking early on they might have been. You know, some of them at 50 seconds laps, but I think they got down to like 42s in qualifying. Um, but a great racetrack, and they were nice big jumps with big transitions in them. And it was interesting watching Super Pole. You know, the guys who really tried to push it—if you over jumped in those transitions, you just blew that whole lap out. Yeah, it was. Um, I was a little bit surprised from practice how easy it was for a lot of the guys to get the big rhythms. I mean, easy is probably a term we shouldn't use, but everyone. Even the Aussie riders, I commented a lot that I think the level's coming up pretty quick. Um, but it was easy to jump those big rhythms, but racing them, as we saw throughout the night, um, and if if you mistimed your turn or if you got a bit excited around somebody, it, it ended uh, ended your ability to jump those big sections. Oh, it certainly did. You know, Brayton was, you know, he, he's a class act. He's got factory Honda next year in America in Supercross. You know, he's come out really strong. Luke Clout. He's uh, becoming um, more and more impressive in that he's not making those little mistakes uh, at the yeah. moment. Um, well, I'd say at the moment. Um, you know, See where it well, goes. Well, the, you know, as the season gets on and you get the bigger riders, hopefully they can keep him, keep him level-headed, but uh, riding really well. Reardon's always been very, very solid. Um, you know, uh, a standout ride last night. He's always out there, tries really hard. Was Joel Whiteman got up to sixth? Yeah, Joel was very impressive. Quietly, just kind of chipped away, and and outside that battle for the top four, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, look, he's got a um, they got a pretty serious track at home, and it's got big big jumps and big transitions. So he sort of felt pretty comfortable. I spoke to him afterwards. You know, it's a career highlight for him. It's the highest place he's ever had. Just driving past AMX or Motorcycle Accessories Adelaide as we speak. Sorry to cut you off there. Just figured I'd throw that in as they sponsor the show. <laughs> You're still about it, Joe. I am, mate. <laughs> so, you know, look, I, I thought it was really good. The, the lights class was just insane. You know, the SX2 class, I think, um, you know, the heats, um, you look at Blos, really struggled, seemed to struggle all night. You know, that first heat, he came off, just washed out on the up ramp of that step on triple out of that second lane off the start. Um, you know, he came through, qualified seventh. 14th pick of the gate, went down in turn one, was all over him, but then you look at um, Oldenburg, you know, impressive, Wilbur was very, very impressive, disappointing to uh, to have to help him into the race, so uh, buggy. Mate, I still don't know how he got up from that one, that was one of the biggest hits I saw in well, a long time. Yeah, so uh, fingers crossed that it's just, um, you know, a bit of compression in the groin area and not uh, actual cracked pelvis, but yeah. it may be a cracked pelvis for him. Uh, you know, and of course the guy who was leading the series coming to that, Jacob Hayes, they, he sort of, you know, there's in that one section, we had one down at the start, they sort yeah. of tag, he ta it looks like he tagged the back of him as they went in. Well, I, I actually missed that commentating the event, but I saw it this morning on a, on a story post, so as um, 
Wilson Todd went down at the end of the section. Jacob clipped, I think, Tanny maybe his bars before that first triple in, and he just clipped that first triple in and went straight to his head. And I think that was what maybe knocked him out or yeah, his bell. Yeah, it certainly. Look, it, it wasn't a major knockout. He was um, he was fine in race safe. Um, fine, he was released to fly. Just had a small lapse and tweaked his wrist a little bit, but he seemed okay. Um, just a shame for him, obviously, leading the series, and now it's wide open. I mean... Well, Aaron Tanty goes to the points lead. It's crazy, right? You know, so Aaron Tanty goes to the points lead with 42, 42, Osby, Oldenburg, up to um, 38. And, and having talked about Blose's poor night, he's still, uh, he's still sitting fourth in the championship on 36 points. So he's only six points off. Yeah. So, you know, it's certainly not over. I mean, the consistency in SX2 especially, if you can be getting close to a top five every round, same with Jay Wilson so far, that's, um, that's going to go a long way towards the end when you have these rides with DNFs and whatever it looks like. Yeah, I think Jay Wilson's going to have to really find something next round. You know, um, those American guys all have a level of consistency. Jay's always been the championship contender based on consistency. Mm. But if you look at it at the moment, consistency fourth and fifth, you need to be on that box. You need to get those that gap in the points from first to third and then back to fourth. You need to be in that gap in position to move up. So I thought Jay had that, watching him in the heat race and then Super Pole, like he came out swinging. I thought he had the speed, but it just didn't quite work out that way with the, the track position for the main. He just wasn't in that, that battle for the, the top three early on because he had Oldenburg. Um, Oldenburg and... Uh, Josh Osby going at it out front and then Tanny kind of snuck in there as well but Jay was just just off that lead pack yeah and look you've got to be on that lead pack because the pace, the pace is so fast if you're not on that lead pack you're sort, you're sort of not a part of it but uh, you know I think when you look at the depth another guy who had massive smiles on his face you know he's always working hard at it and you know there was a good rider lineup in the uh, SX2 Chandler Burns qualified through yeah last that, year that was impressive you know um, and, and he rode he wasn't super, super fast, but he was very well executed all night, uh, Chandler. So uh, it was nice to give him and his old man a high five as they went out to the final. Yeah, it's, um, just, it's great to see those privateer kids. You know, Chandler gets some help from the Davey Motorsport guys, but they're, they're doing it, you know, full, full as a privateer effort. And, uh, you know, I think um, there was a lot of good feel-good stories of that main event. Yeah, like Duffy got that sixth-place finish on the on the race line ride. Um you know, man, he came through from, from way back and Duffy's learning every ride. It just shows how quickly he can adapt to a new discipline and that kid's just a racer. Look, you know, he, he really is has the potential to be one of the next up-and-comers. Uh, there's no doubt about that. You know, stellar year in the under-19s this year. Obviously, he was a very solid junior. Under-19s, you know, he, he wrapped that up, goes to manage him up, uh, just puts together a strong head and good, consistent riding wins, manage him up. You know, gets a ride at the motocross of nations. Certainly, uh created a lot of interest around his name they know who he is he's on the radar uh it's interesting talking to those guys since the Des nations that uh you know a lot of the those european teams watch the mx nationals uh, on the live stream so they're very well aware of the riders um yeah, i uh, think know. with mitch being over there now and and um jed. lawrence brothers and jed it's that pipeline from australia dried up for a long time after the likes of uh you know mcfarlane and ando and reedy but yep. seems like it's it's opening up again seems like Aussie's somewhat of a spot that these guys are looking for riders to bring in. 
Yeah, look, you know, over the years, the Euros have employed plenty of Aussie mechanics. You know, we've got, a, I guess, a pretty good attitude to go to work, just get it done. They love their racing and the, rider, the riders are doing the same, you know. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that folds out. The SX1, mate, what a show that was. You know, it really was. An exhibition. I mean, the hometown hero, Brett Metcalf. I thought the Cinderella story kicked off early with the heat race lead and... And I thought he was going to get it done, but then that crash in the whoops. I again, I said it about Wilson's hard. These guys are true warriors. I don't know how Brett Metcalf even raced the rest of the night after that crash in the whoops. Did you see it? No, I couldn't see it from where I was, but I, I you know, heard the commentary. He went down, and I'm just waiting, waiting. Where is he? He's still coming around in third place. So yeah, I, he it, got, got to his feet pretty quick, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he didn't land on his feet, that's for sure. But <laughs> he was on him and back on, and he still charged through to yeah third and. Uh, that I, I don't think, think there was any way he was going to be able to perform at that top level in the main event after that big of a hit in the uh, heat race. No. Look, I think one of the things that really showed last night in the uh, in the SX1 was you know Brayton's uh, consistency to just maintain it lap after lap. I think you know realistically watching it, probably the first three laps was a high level of intensity and he was pushing yep. and after that he was just managing the whole race yeah he maintained like you said he wasn't even breaking a sweat when he was doing interviews after the race it yep. was just business as usual yeah so he you know you just watch he he doesn't the bike's never over revving it's never he's not he doesn't bounce off the top it just doesn't clip the top and throw him forward so he's using a whole lot uh, less energy you know because he's not fighting the bike at all so he I think did, from that uh, point of view, he actually made one un- uncharacteristic mistake at the start of the main. He missed one rhythm, and that allowed Ridden to get on him on the second lap. And I thought that might have been a chink in the armor, but he, he said he's regrouped and went back to his race execution, and that was it. There was hey. as much as Cloudy showed that intensity, he he didn't, he wasn't able to match it down the stretch. Well, he was probably just giving them a little toe along, Joe. Like, come on, boys, let's play. <laughs> Maybe must get boring leading all those laps. Uh, I don't think that'll ever get boring no, for a guy like Brayton. So. <laughs> yeah, he's got a smile. <laughs> when you have a look at the the overall points, though, Brayton obviously two wins on fifty. Now with uh, both Reardon and Clout swapping a, a second, third at the first two rounds, both sitting on forty-two uh, points. You know, Medi's always consistent, sitting on thirty-six. Then you go back to Richie Evans, and that and, was a big ride for Richie last night too. Yeah, you know, even even talking to him on the um, after the Super Bowl, he's like, he's like. I, I have the track and I feel really comfortable on it. But when I tried to push it, he said, you just overjump one transition, that section's gone. And with so many sections, he said, I, I did it in three of them. So it sort yeah. of blew his lap. It's, uh, and that's experience for him, though. Learning, riding Supercross is one thing. Racing it is, is completely different. And you see that every year with the rookies. You see it from the difference between qualifying to the heat races. It's executing one lap is, is one thing. And then putting it together in the pack is, is completely different. Jackson Richardson after busting another rear guard off. Yeah, like deja vu from the first round. I walked up to him before the final. I said, mate, if, you, if you're low on budget, I can sponsor your rear guard at the next round. He goes, I'm not breaking anymore. So. Did you see his foot, um, like how it looks without uh, like the bruising and everything? No, so uh, he, he's, he's racing with broken toes or something. Is that yeah, right? I, it must be. I, I haven't seen anything official from his camp, but... That he, I saw a, his Instagram story this morning I think it was his foot was black blue purple every colour under the sun it, it, I, I was wondering what was going on last night because he didn't look like himself but after seeing that foot you, you got to wonder you know hats off to him for even being out there oh yeah look he, he he's a die hard racer he absolutely loves every part of it 
you know, he's carrying that amount of pain, but every time he comes to the grid, he, you know, he, he has a smile on his face. So at least he got through the main, you know, he didn't, didn't get there at round one. So he's sort of done quite well. Interesting to see there's some great battles back in the field. Uh, Justin Carafa, I don't think that's probably been 10 or 15 years, 12 yeah, years Justin, since he's done a Supercross. Justin is, that's my generation. We grew up racing 80s together. Yeah, yeah. So, so I thought it was good to see him out there. He, he really enjoyed it. Um, Caleb Warp seems to be just starting to get a little bit better feel for it. It hasn't really been his thing, but he he, uh, he didn't have too bad a night. Yeah, Wardy, um, he's learning Supercross. It's important for Caleb to stay healthy before he goes into MX Nationals next year because he seems to be coming in injured every year. So for him, he's got to learn Supercross, but, you know, that balance and act of learning it, but being healthy is a, it's a fine line. And, uh, yeah, there was good battles all the way through. I thought Cody Dice rode pretty well, to be honest. Um, Dylan Wood... Taking a look at the rest of the results, Grady Featherstone, he ran in the top 10 early on. What happened to Boppo? Uh, I don't know. He he was reasonably in the top 10, 5 area at the beginning. Um, I seen him pull off. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you know, he pulled off. I'm not sure whether he banged something up or that. He didn't sort of say when he came off. Um, I, yeah, I just seen him pull in. I don't know if it was a, a bike issue or a crash, or but, you know, sometimes he has the, the energy hits where he can't continue. But, yeah. um, all right, guys. Well, hey, I think that's going to do it. Um, Thanks for uh, checking out this abbreviated version of, of what should be the Monday review podcast show from uh, from round two of the Australian Supercross series. Um, I, one, one thing I can say before we go, Joe, get your tickets to the next round. It's going to be insane, of course. Um, yeah, Josh, Hill, right, well, Josh, Josh Hill comes in for CDR, uh, coming in from America. So we'll add no, a, another you know big name to that list. Got the recovery speed and style going on with Hill doing that too. That's going yeah, to be a good show. Um, of course, we're going to have um, Robbie Madison's going to be out there, and uh, so we've got a big group of riders doing that. The Moto, the Moto Expo is on next door over the two days, so you can catch a whole lot of motorcycle activity. And for those that have been to Wollongong before to win Stadium, uh, on the seaside of the venue, there's a big grass hill. I can let you into a little snippet. The track's going up the grass hill. Oh, wow, so we go out of the stadium, so, so to speak. So basically out of the stadium and you're going to go up the grass hill. So it's going to be really interesting. So make sure you get your tickets, get to that. It's going to be a great event. As I said, another American coming in, another good solid track um, with a few different elements and, of course, the speed and style. So plenty of action still to come in the Australian Supercross Championship. That's right. Check out oddsupercross.com.au and uh, you get your tickets uh, from the link there on the events. And, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to the Australian Supercross Show brought to you by AMX and Recoverate. And um, we will be back with our normal schedule for the uh, week of Wollongong. We'll hit you with a preview show and get back into the normal uh, routine. And uh, you can also listen to the live show, the uh, the AMX live show that we put out uh, on Saturday out of the uh, Penrite uh, factory Honda racing truck. Justin Brayton, Chris Blos, uh, Aiden Williams all came on that uh, little 30-minute pod. And and we had some good content and interviews just summarizing what was going on throughout the day in the series so far. So uh, thanks for listening. Keep subscribing, keep sharing, and uh, I'll hit you back soon. Thanks.